0: Hello, my name is JJ Holly, and I'm president and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce. And welcome to another episode of Between the Trees. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Woodlands Woodlands Online, for helping us out with the program every week. And today it is my distinct pleasure of welcoming the new president of Sam Houston State University, Dr. Elisa, uh, Elisa White. Hi, thanks for (laughs) having me. got that all wrong. That's all right. Thank you for being here today. I'm delighted. And and welcome to uh, Texas.
1: Welcome back to Texas. Ah, that's great. I am a native Texan.
0: Well, let's start off with that. Kind of uh, tell us a little bit of your background and how you got started and how you ended up at Stamp. Uh,
1: that's probably the best day in my life so far, maybe mm-hmm. other than uh, marrying my husband, but <laughs> I was born in Weatherford and lived in Texas oh. in the Dallas area, Bonham area until I was five. Moved to Montana, never grew up in Texas, wow. but came back to work in Texas in 1998. So I've taught at UT Arlington and uh, was an administrator at UT Tyler in Midwestern State. Went to Tennessee in 2014, Mm -hmm. came back to Sam Houston in 2019 as a reviewer for an accreditation team.
0: Okay.
1: Had no idea there would be an opening the next year, Mm -hmm. but I knew how great Sam Houston was because I had visited campus, met the great people, and when that opening came, I couldn't pass it up.
0: So speaking of that, what did draw you to Sam Houston?
1: There's a culture that that I've heard called a "can-do" culture, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's real. So when we have uh, an academic community like Sam, think about the intellectual capital there. Mm -hmm. So whatever problems come, you have this community of scholars.
0: You've literally got the smartest people in the room. You you have the smartest
1: people in the room who are willing to sit at the table. together to find solutions to these problems Mm -hmm. and if there's ever a time we need solutions to problems it's been the last couple of years
0: exactly and speaking of that obviously the the Omicron variant of Delta is back and uh, what we've seen is its impact on higher ed in fact there are some universities who have even closed uh, nationally Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of universities have declined in enrollment but Sam Houston seems to be bucking that trend
1: you know, I don't I don't know what the former president uh, had in her mind in terms of <laughs> this this landscape for the future, but she started a medical school right in the nick of time. And yes. so as yes. we're making decisions, mm-hmm. I have the fortune, the good fortune to be able to talk to epidemiologists, infectious mm-hmm. disease specialists mm-hmm. who were right here yeah. in Montgomery County mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. and help inform our decisions. So we've been able to stay operational and we're going Mm -hmm. to continue unless something dramatically different
0: occurs. So how is enrollment at SAM?
1: It's good. We have almost 22,000 students, Mm -hmm. so about 21,000, almost 700, Mm -hmm. which is really good. Now, where we're concerned, and this is a national trend, is a lot of students are not taking as many hours as they used to. And I think some of that comes from working more, some of the uncertainties in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. But we need people to get in and get out. We want them to graduate on time because that's one of the biggest drivers of student debt Mm -hmm. is when people take too long to finish.
0: That's right. You want them on that four to five years not Six, no, no, no. Seven, four. Four, four years. years. All right. Good. Finish.
1: Good. Take 30 hours in a year. There you go. Get out.
0: Get in and get out. That's and then, right. And, and get your career started. Exactly. Uh, so tell us about the, the medical school because that's a huge deal. Obviously, uh, doctors and nurses are needed more yes. now than, than ever. And workforce development is a, it's a big priority for the Chamber of Commerce and for our business community. So how did the medical school come to be?
1: A lot of the decisions we make are years in the making looking Mm. at forecasts, and the situation in Texas is that the state of Texas ranks 47th in the nation in terms of the number of primary care physicians per capita. Wow. I'm competitive. I don't want to be last. No. The last administration felt the same way, Mm -hmm. and so the medical school was started to solve a problem for Mm -hmm. Texas. And I'm so so grateful that in uh, 2020, in the fall, we Mm -hmm. took our first 75 students. We took um, 112 students last fall and this coming fall we'll take 150, which will be our steady state enrollment going forward. And we do a a real um, assessment Mm -hmm. of goals and are trying to recruit people whose primary focus is direct care. And we're hoping that they'll go back to rural areas because that's the challenge. That is the challenge. Many
0: doctors go into specialties, right? Because that's you know where the money is. That's and, how
1: they can pay their student loans. That's
0: right, which is which is a huge burden, right? Uh, and also the hours are probably a little bit better because you don't have to be on so much emergency uh, hour call visits things like that.
1: Probably, probably. But I, I had yeah. a great uncle who was a physician in East Tennessee, and I think he took. He took the tonsils out of every kid in that town uh-huh. over a forty-year career. There's something to be said for being a strong member, yeah. an intimate yeah. member of a community, and providing care where you know the families. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to, to we want to put out great doctors all over Texas, but we really want to attract people to be those strong community
0: members. Yeah, and that's a bit of a uh, just a, a lost segment right now with the primary care. It is industry, so it is. Uh, tell us about the nursing school.
1: Well, we're one of the best nursing programs in the country, <laughs> and and I mean that our our pass rate on the national licensing exam is mm-hmm. often a hundred percent. right now it's it's ninety five percent or so, uh, about ten points above the mm-hmm. national average, wow. and it's also located that nursing school is is located in the woodlands. Yes, so we're really happy right on two forty two. Yes, yeah. Yes, it is, and we have wonderful facilities, a great nursing faculty, Mm -hmm. and we were recently approved by the legislature to build a new building that will be uh, next to the medical school for more allied health programs. And so we recognize... uh, What are
0: allied health programs?
1: So uh, they would call it professional health now. I use allied health, it's probably an old term, but it (laughs) it might be, we're looking at perhaps PT, Uh, uh, occupational therapy. A speech and language uh, uh, pathology yeah, yeah. and and I'm not saying we're going to do each one but mm-hmm. we're doing feasibility studies mm-hmm. and then consolidating some of our other health programs mm-hmm. like we do we do bilingual health for instance we need that in Texas mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure That's we have we have a lot of uh, people who have restrictions based on culture or religion mm-hmm. and that informs the care that they will seek and mm-hmm. the care that they will Receive, and so we want to put out. And if out, they
0: delay that care, then it will become more serious. Then they wind exactly. up in the emergency room, and exactly. another whole host of issues come with that. Exactly, and then
1: and it's also a, a burden on the community very often. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we believe that by by taking the focus to Montgomery County, mm-hmm. we can really be part of the medical community here because it's such mm-hmm. a big. Uh, important well, part of Montgomery County.
0: That's right. I mean, healthcare is our largest employer in the Woodlands area, passing oil and gas just recently. Really, it is, wow. and uh, we we refer to it uh, unofficially as uh, uh, North Medical Center,
1: uh, well, because yes.
0: uh, because every institution represented in the medical center in Houston is represented okay. here in the Woodlands uh, in Montgomery County area as well, and it's very encouraging to see that your Educating and preparing students at every level that's needed in the healthcare industry, and they're you know, outstanding. Da- yes, just so you know, there you go. I'm not surprised you would say that.
1: <laughs> it's true. Well, I have data. <laughs> I
0: know. Well, and speaking of that, uh, you're ranked uh, number six in the best colleges in Texas by U.S. News. Yes. Number one in the state for top performer on social mobility. Yes. And number and fourth amongst the 2020 safest college campuses in Texas. So what what do you think is behind the university's success? Because those are three very different categories. What do you think is behind that success at SAM?
1: So I mentioned that can-do attitude. Mm-hmm. The attitude piece is really important. It's not that we just have the intellectual capital, mm-hmm. but there is this this spirit of engagement. And what I tell students when they're looking at us and parents when they're investigating, mm-hmm. you you will not fall through the cracks at Sam Houston State unless you try to yeah. fall through the cracks. Yeah.
0: People, and that's important at a larger university where you might have a lot of students in that English freshman class.
1: That's right, but although our class sizes are much smaller mm-hmm. than the, the really large institutions here yeah. in Texas and so you know, many years ago, I took, I'm teaching a class right now, I'll start next week, mm-hmm. um, that I took as a student in the 80s with 300 students and I have fewer than 30. And so we do have some large classes, but we don't mm-hmm. have those teaching theaters with 400. There's a difference. That's you a start deal. in, a, in a, a university with 400 students in a class, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to engage with your professor. Mm-hmm. And I think that that spirit of, of community, the, the commitment to mm-hmm. engagement, is really important and I'm not saying it's universal with every student and every mm-hmm. faculty member and every staff member but by and large you'll find it all over campus.
0: And I think when you're talking to a parent or a prospective student they just don't want to get lost in the shuffle right? because it's a big transition no matter how successful you've been in your high school career it's a big transition to move out of your home yes. away from your high school to a to a university. No matter if it's big or small, it's a big transition.
1: It is and people often have to learn to study. You would Mm -hmm. think that it's just the students who might be a little Mm underprepared and right now it's tough because a lot of students coming in didn't have a normal junior or senior year because of COVID. Uh, That's true. So they're struggling but then you have these top students Mm -hmm. who may never have had to study and they have to learn to study Mm -hmm. because Freshman class is not like 13th grade. There's a big shift in the rigor, and so you mm-hmm. really have to learn to be a good student. And, and we have a nationally uh, recognized center called the Sam Center, and it's an academic advising center that has won national awards mm-hmm. to help people learn to study. Mm-hmm. We have an academic success center with tutors that's in our library, and, and students, we have students who can write, I mean, wonderfully they may struggle with a chemistry class yeah. or a math class or, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So we provide ready help where students need it and it's mm-hmm. easy to find, easy to get.
0: You know, and that's got to be crucial because uh, I think a lot of students will go there thinking that freshman year will be just a continuation, like you said, 13th grade, and it's not. It is not no. And if they don't know that, oh, I can get help, and oh, it's not abnormal for me to need help. Exactly then they'll be more apt to take advantage of that and then be successful and And get out in four years (laughs) that's my hope
1: (laughs) it's that's not happening like i would like it to but that's my hope
0: well uh again you've got to set those expectations (laughs) that's right you do that that's right uh you mentioned bilingual services with healthcare. uh tell us about the uh, hispanic serving institute designation
1: so two years ago we met the criteria to be designated by the federal government Mm-hmm. as a Hispanic-serving institution. That means that 25% of our student body is Hispanic. Why is that important? Look at the demography of our state particularly. Mm-hmm. It's very important that we provide access. You mentioned mm-hmm. that social mobility mm-hmm. index where we're number one in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. That means students who come in uh, from a variety of areas who may be economically disadvantaged mm-hmm. do better at getting in and out. and getting jobs mm-hmm. at SAM than they do many other institutions. Which is what it's about. Which I mean, is what it's about. Graduating
0: and getting your career going.
1: That's exactly right. Yep. And, and a lot of students who come in who are Hispanic are, are very close to their families. Mm-hmm. They have a strong family culture, a, a, a strong culture of helping one another. Mm-hmm. And so we want to provide support for them mm-hmm. while they may be Miles away from that family structure that they're so intricately part of, so that they can be successful. Culture is very family. It is. It's wonderful, which is wonderful wonderful to see. And and we want not to fight that. We want Mm -hmm. to facilitate that and and foster that sense of community and security, which means we want to serve that student by bringing the student's family into the Sam Houston community. Mm -hmm. We need those students to come in, be successful go back to uh, serving in the workforce, because Mm -hmm. that's the future of Texas. Mm -hmm. And so we're really excited about that.
0: Well, and and you should be, and we've got to be, I think any organization, and the chamber is no different, we all have to look at ourselves and, and not be the same organization today that we're gonna be in a year, three years, five years, 10 years, because things change. And if we're not ready for that, then we're not gonna be successful.
1: I was working on a tweet this morning that I haven't I haven't finished yet, but it was on innovation. We, you and I, would have talked about innovation a few years ago as something rare. Now, if if mm-hmm. industries, universities, uh, and other organizations, not for profits, if we, if we're not innovating, if that's not the norm, we will be left behind.
0: That's right. That's right. I think higher education and chambers of commerce are. Similar in that way in, in in many ways. I think sometimes we do get sort of uh, insulated mm-hmm. and In resistant to some of that change, so it's nice to hear that Sam Houston is not doing that and speaking of innovation I'm sure you have programs around uh, IT yes. Technology that people can take advantage of because that's another big need in the business community is people they can uh, They can work in information technology.
1: We have a very large computer science program. Mm-hmm. We also have cybersecurity and homeland security. We were mm-hmm. given a five million dollar appropriation this last legislative session to start a, a homeland security institute, mm-hmm. and it's really fascinating how the focus has has uh, been derived in that program. Think, mm-hmm. think about where you were last February mm-hmm. during a freeze when we had people stuck on the roads people who couldn't get out, people who didn't have access to the internet. Mm -hmm. I was trying to reach uh, our provost at the time and that wonderful gentleman had no cell service at his house for eight hours. And so what happens when the infrastructure stops? Mm -hmm. Well, Texas is dependent on infrastructure and this Homeland Security Institute Mm -hmm. actually is focusing on our infrastructure. Transportation, chemical, look at our ports, mm-hmm. look what happens when, when uh, ships can't come in, look at what's happening in California exactly. right now with supply chain. And so uh, I'm excited about that because I think yeah. that'll have a dramatic influence on certainly this part of Texas, but also the state of Texas.
0: Well, and I'm glad to hear you say that. I think uh, although COVID and the freeze were nothing we want to repeat ever again, but they have been, uh, they have fast tracked our learning experiences Right. So that we can adapt and go, oh, guess what? I won't always have Wi-Fi at my house. And That's if my right. house is not served by cell service, I'm off the grid. I'm dark. So right. what can we do about things like that? And then how can we make our electrical gr- uh, grid uh, you know, safer and more reliable, more dependent, so that uh, when it gets to be six degrees down here again, which is just unheard of, that I'm we're surprised. just more prepared. There's all sorts of things that are just fun going on. Uh, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to mention about Sam?
1: I would I would indeed. Yeah. So we're we're members of ASCU, the American Association of State Colleges and Universities. And and one of the tenets of that organization is to promote being stewards of place. Sam Houston State loves being part of the community. We mm-hmm. believe that we're obligated to help Walker County, Montgomery County, East Texas mm-hmm. and the state by really investing mm-hmm. in our state, investing in our communities, and, and we try to teach our students to be engaged in their communities, to serve, and to lead, and I think that's also another Sam Houston difference.
0: Yeah, and you set that expectation. That's right. Uh, another program that uh, you just uh, uh, took on is the Small Business Development Center as well. I just yes. remember that. And that's yes. a great uh, benefit to businesses in the area to get, uh, to get help.
1: And we're located here. We have a a strong uh, small business development center Mm -hmm. in Walker County. And then we just took over Montgomery County in the northern part of, I think, of Harris County. Mm -hmm. And so we're located in the Woodland Center. And we have have been integrally part of businesses seeking capital funding and capital investment. And -hmm. we'll continue to do that.
0: As well as COVID relief. Yes, as well as COVID relief. Because that's kept the doors open Uh for so many businesses and just kept them employing people, kept them viable, and that's been uh, that's been crucial. So thank you for that, for your work in that.
1: Delighted to help.
0: Well, Dr. White, thank you for your time today. It has been a pleasure speaking to you, and uh, I wish you all the luck in the world at Sam Houston State University. It's a great place, and you already know Texas is a great place. I and, do, and, and I And Sam and Huntsville, Walker County, Montgomery County, you're in the right area. So thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for your support. Yeah. I would appreciate you very much.
0: And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Between the Trees. Again, my name is JJ Holly. I'm President and CEO of the Woodlands Chamber of Commerce and would like to thank Woodlands Online for their help every week in putting on this program. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good day.